0: Love Talk Radio Hello and welcome to the Astro Energy Astrology Show on Blog Talk Radio. With me, astrologer Shelley Overton. Each week we go over the planetary positions discuss astrology and take callers questions if you would like to call in and get a reading you can call 347-994-3365 call in early as the lines fill up This is Shelley Overton. I'm an astrologer in Orlando, Florida. You are listening to the Astro Energy Show with me. And I wasn't able to record my show last week, apparently. I had it on and everything appeared to be going well. And then, no. So, I'm not really sure what happened. I'm not sure um even now if it's going to record appropriately. I'm actually going to double check while I'm talking to you to make sure that my Skype account is on. It looks like everything's good. And so, yeah, last week I called in on Skype and apparently there was some kind of glitch because Mercury retrograde and we're not going to talk too much about our planet Mercury because I always have issues when I do. So, Um, Today, we're going to talk about Mars. We're going to talk about what's going on in the sky and uh, the news also. So I've kind of avoided coronavirus talk. And if you had listened last week, you would know that I also didn't talk much last week about it. So um, part of the reason for that is because I definitely subscribe to what you put your attention on expands. And personally, you know, there are, what is it, 325 million people in the U.S. and 7 million people in the, billion, excuse me, 7 billion people in the world. And uh, there is a relatively small amount of people who are exposed to this and getting it currently. Yes, it has the possibility of going even farther and worse and a higher percentage, like double the percentage of people who get this flu actually die from it other than the regular flu. So um, it is more potent in that sense, but it also is more of a danger to the elderly and young. Um, It's not diminishing it. I just generally don't want to add to the fear. I don't want to add to the energy of it. And that's why I haven't really talked about it. But I will tell you from my perspective as an astrologer, um, having Pisces planets are definitely a part of the sky that I look to because Pisces is usually where we see a collective affected by things. It is an end energy and hang on a second, I'm getting something popping up here. Um, Okay, I see. I don't know what that is. Uh Uh-oh, that's not good. Let's try calling back. Okay, I think somebody was calling on my Skype, and I don't know if I'm still here. (laughs) I'm going to have to call back in a second. Or hang on, I'm going to call back. I'm not sure if I do. Oh, okay, it shows that I'm still here. So I really don't want this show to be messed up. So I think it's still recording. I think that we're still okay because it doesn't show the notice that my show has ended or needs to be continued, which I usually get when there are issues with Skype or with the means with which I call in. So, um, yeah, I think we're good. <laughs> Very tentative about what's going on here but it looks like i'm still live on my skype call so that's good um anyway so the virus is connected in as an astrologer in my view which may not be others i know other astrologers who use the saturn pluto conjunction in capricorn which personally i think can influence um the physical body so definitely there is an aspect of that conjunction in energy and pluto can rule uh death events and also the masses on some level pisces is more accurate for what this is and probably even uranus in taurus and i'll tell you why neptune rules body fluids so a virus and it's also addiction on some level so to me it is the malady of the body because it is where we find something that needs to be addressed. And because it's fluids and liquids and it's the opposite sign to Virgo, which rules health and hygiene, we have um, more of an opportunity to spread the energy and spread something because it just... For me, the virus goes under a category of things that would also fall into, like, things that are maladies, which I don't know if that even explains it from my perspective because I'm such an intuitive astrologer that um, there's just an energy about Neptune that, to me, this is the energy that I believe is more responsible for this particular – or you know, disease pandemics. So what, why would that trigger now? Well, Neptune is in aspect to the Capricorn energy. I'm sorry, I'm trying to also get my computer to call up today's chart as we're speaking. So um, I just got my program open here and I'm going to just talk to you while I do it so that you know what's going on and I don't have any dead air. <laughs> so, okay, here we go. So we have uh, Mars coming up on Saturn and Pluto and Jupiter, but he is at 16, which directly connects to Neptune at 18. The big kicker, in my view, is we really started hearing about this around February 5th. I mean, I went and tried to research and they say nothing ever goes off the internet, but I try to research dates and times of events that begin and I tell you I can never find the beginning of a news story. You type in when did this news story start and you just get a lot of the news stories. So, um I'm really frustrated with that and I'd like to know <laughs> how all these things are available. When I have such a difficult time now that Google is in charge of everything, finding what I really want without having an ad pop into my face. Anyway, February 5th, uh, beginning the the first like American news stories started coming in around February 5th. That doesn't mean that's when it really started, but I'm looking at my ephemeris here, and guess what happened? February 3rd, it was the shadow period to Mercury retrograde. So Mercury retrograded in Pisces or actually twenty nine Aquarius moving back into Pisces for actually I take it back. I'm sorry. Um it it was going forward at that time. So at that time it was twenty nine degrees um Aquarius when Mercury went retrograde. So he went twenty nine Aquarius then went through to Pisces and then retrograded on the seventeenth in um Pisces, and then, so he spent a lot of time in Pisces, and he went direct at 28 degrees Aquarius again, and then went direct, and now he's back in Pisces as of the 17th of this month, and he'll spend the rest of his time in Pisces, and so I definitely, excuse me, until uh, he goes back into uh, Aries, meaning moving forward on the 12th of April, so, when we have this energy so strongly connected to Pisces and bringing out the the emotion, but also the fixation with this, um, it's it's to me it's just a sign to the Pisces energy. Um, we've got Saturn, which of course is ownership and responsibility for things. We've got Pluto, which is death and rebirth. Saturn joined with Pluto January, and January 12th and 13th, they were together. So was that a trigger? Yes, that very much could have been a trigger for something. Um, We have Jupiter, which to me is even more of a transitionary, transformational energy. And Jupiter rules the collective uh, travel, uh, foreign cultures, how we are combining as a foreign culture, and the deeper understanding, the psychological understanding of our interactions as cultures. So Jupiter is approaching Pluto. They are three degrees apart. Yes, that increases the viability of this being an issue for the world. Mars. Mars is action-taking. Mars is in sextile exact this Saturday. And so he is approaching the physicality energy of Jupiter and the transformational energy of the body and collective connections to other countries and other cultures. So he's enhancing that. When he gets to Neptune, in my opinion, that is going to be another strong push with this virus. Um, Currently, because Mercury, literally the whole pandemic or issue of the virus started within days within a day or two of mercury retrograding and to me that very much says that this is a connecting energy on top of the fact that mercury is the ruler of virgo virgo again health and hygiene um, opposite sign opposite side of the sky from where virgo is which is uh, pisces so it's the connection of the collective and its health. So having Mercury retrograde in Pisces, connect to Neptune, um, he's going direct again. He's going to spend, like I said, another month going through the Pisces energy. I'll tell you the dates exactly here. So Mercury gets into Pisces on the 17th through the 12th of April. So we have that month, and he doesn't clear the shadow until the 30th of March. So we do still have some of this energy. But because those degrees are now hot degrees, we are going to have a collective connection to this when Mars hits those degrees, which is going to be May. So right around the 11th of May, crossing into Pisces, he'll be in Pisces for the 14th of May through the end of June. So I do see that as being another um, strong energy that we're going to have to the virus. And then, interestingly, because mercury has a connection to this, all year long the retrogrades are affecting water signs, So it goes through all the water signs. So it starts with the first Mercury retrograde in Pisces. The second Mercury retrograde is in Cancer and the third one is in Scorpio. So the first one we find out about it. The second one and also it becomes a thing. So Pisces, uh, the collective. The second one is home and family and that would be probably more likelihood of a quarantine especially since mars will be in pisces and pisces is the house of the hidden it is where we are we are drive is towards hiding out so i would say that late may into june is definitely going to be a time we're going to be uh quarantined or holding up also the sun goes into cancer in late june so that's an added water energy and cancer you know tends to hide out in the house anyway they are cocooners so to speak or uh, you know they're crabs crabs have a shell they go and they want to protect themselves they are also a sign of fear around uh, probably certain amount of, right now, a certain amount of interaction with others. I know my chart has definitely been triggered to bring up some of this uh, needing to be more around the home energy and a little bit more anxious about the collective and going out. And that's been happening for a couple of years. I am very intuitive and empathic. So um, I don't necessarily look at it as if it's my energy that is initiating those feelings because all my life I've been very outgoing and uh, extroverted, I think that definitely I'm picking up on a collective withdrawal, so to speak. So definitely we have this summer as a peak time for this energy coming through. And then um, we have the shadow period of Mercury's third retrograde at the end of September, and that will be the last degrees of Libra, Going into Scorpio, and Scorpio, again, its ruler is Pluto. It is the sign of the eighth house of life and death and rebirth, so the phoenix rising from the ashes. And then it is also um, the psyche, the subconscious and psychology of the collective. So at that time, we're going to have Neptune at around 19 Pisces. Pluto will be again at 22 degrees of Capricorn, which is where he joined up with um, Saturn in January. So let's see if there are any other connections. Definitely Uranus. So I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about the Aquarian energy. Of course, Uranus rules Aquarius, and um, I guess part of it's kind of a left turn, a little bit of a left turn, but it does also kind of dovetail into the topic of the body and what's going on because Taurus is the sign of the the body like all earth signs have some connection to the body and Taurus being the ruling what I look to in astrology it's the second house of the physical body and the physical experience and Uranus rules lungs and it rules air and the collective uh, Intellectual Collective kind of is more what that is. Excuse me. So um, having Uranus and Taurus is going to be an issue around breathing in air, which the flu is. So that's also going to combine with all these other energies. And, um, yeah, so I wanted to bring up Saturn and Aquarius. Again, I talked about it last week, but of course nobody heard because there was a disconnect on the recording. And I did want to redo that show, but my week got way too busy and I apologize. And I also mentioned last week that we're going to have the show in um, Wednesdays on Wednesdays from now on because my days off are Monday, Tuesday, and it just works better for my schedule to have it Wednesday. I apologize for those of you who follow me back and forth. But um, yeah, we're going to do that. And most of my listenership is an archive; they listen after it's already been rec- recorded. So I'm just going to assume that since most people listen as a recording, that it's it can be listened to anytime in a recording, even if I start it in on Wednesdays. So anyway, um, Aquarius Saturn energy is going to be that eccentric, eclectic energy. And right now, today, we have Saturn at 29 degrees and 8 minutes. So we've got this energy coming in of the culmination of that Capricorn story. It associates with the elderly, with authority figures, um, any kind of systems and structures and processes. And then it moves into Aquarius. And, of course, Aquarius is the collective, the collective intellect and consciousness it means also connecting into psychic awareness being much more clear-minded about what's truly going on in the world understanding things at a higher level we're going to have these amazing aha moments where truth will abound on some level we are not going to be uh the wool will not be pulled over our eyes let's put it that way and a lot of systems and structures, Saturn, which are staid and dogmatic, are going to be let go of because it is the sign of detachment. We will be releasing our view of uh, our life purpose, how our friendships and connections to people associated with those life purposes, life's purpose, will manifest. So we can be changing uh, friendships. We can be changing network associations, group associations. Um, We may have more of an interest in innovation and in unusual endeavors. Uh, Science will become bigger and more pronounced as a focus of society. We're going to have uh, unusual things, especially the ruling planet uh, or the the ruling sign, excuse me, I just, uh, when I don't say what I want to say, Uranus rules Aquarius. So Taurus is where Uranus is. So the ruling planet of Aquarius, which Saturn will be in, is in Taurus. So that brings a certain physicality to the expression, killer sign. And that means that now uh, we can express our ideas in the material physical world and in the fashion world, in how we look aesthetically, and it's all connected. They square each other as energies, Taurus and Aquarius uh, square each other. And so we may feel in unusual areas, like this is not something that we're truly connected or familiar with, unless you have planets in both those signs, you could feel like a fish out of water. Um, It's going to be bringing this intellectual energy, this air energy uh, synapses in the brain have to express out in the material world. So we want to bring form to our ideas. And because we've already been having this tremendous uh, association of our dreams with Pisces energy and a sextile to all the Capricorn planets, which are Earth and material world as well, it's going to be this tremendous, I think, kind of a a renaissance period associated with ideas and technology and the arts. And it's going to be a very, to me, uh, the energy that I last felt This kind of vibe was the early 70s. So I think that we're going to have kind of a a new comfort, and I think it's going to be more peaceful, and there will be kind of more of like a salon energy, if you're not familiar with that. A salon is when artists get together and share ideas. So that is going to be more of the energy we're coming into, and we're going to have wonderful advancements, but we can also have restrictions. And because Aquarius rules joints and ankles, I highly recommend we pay more attention to those areas of the body. Take your medications which enhance your joints, or not even medications, but just eat better, omega-3s, fatty acids, You know, if you have to take it, like glucosamine and chondroitin, um, watch your ankles. Like, I was watching Billie Eilish in an interview, and she's a quintessential uh, artist who expresses the energy I'm talking about, where she is eclectic and unusual. She is on the vanguard of change of the music industry, and she is an eclectic person to watch. She expresses herself through fashion, and her hair... She has acid green hair and black uh, lower part of her hair ends, I guess you would say, and her music is much more moody and intuitive and eccentric and uh, about change, about changing our point of view. So this type of thing is going to continue, and yet um, she was at a concert in Milan, and she had a song on the radio now called Bad Guy, she said that she got six bars, six notes, into the song, and she went to jump, and she landed and sprained both ankles where she has to wear boots, or she was wearing boots. Actually, she sprained both ankles, I think, in two different events. But, um, you know, ankles, it's an Aquarian thing. (laughs) So uh, she's definitely a child of the Aquarius energy. I'm sure uh, Neptune was in her in the sign of Aquarius when she was born or possibly Uranus as well. So, uh, yeah, it's just the energy of understanding and in the body, it's joints and it's also mental acuity. So I'm kind of reiterating what I talked about last week, hoping that this podcast podcast actually goes through. And I apologize. I think there is cat hair on this, uh, Blanket that I'm sitting near, I'm going to wash it. I'm actually taking it off to bed because it's making me a little stuffy and I apologize for that. Okay. Um, Anyway, that's pretty much what I wanted to talk about. Uh, Mars joining up with Neptune is going, well, not joining up, but right now this Saturday will be in positive aspect to the degree with Neptune, which is a push forward to make the dream happen. It's a great day for making the tangible events happen. I'm going to a holistic health fair with a friend like the lady who put on my spirit fair a couple weeks ago. She has a holistic health fair. If you're in Cocoa Beach area, that's where it will be. And you can join us because it's going to be a wonderful event. I'm not going to be there doing astrology, but I will be there just enjoying the event. Um, and helping a little bit to set up so also, um, what else? if you're in Orlando, April, I have an astrology what's happening for the month of April, and that's at my friend zenzi's, and it's going to be on the west side of town, so if you want to find out about that, you can go to Facebook or Angelic Zodiac. I am in the process of redoing my website. it'll probably come out um probably going to release it the day. Saturn goes into Aquarius because that rules technology and that would be a wonderful day to have a new website show up so that's also my daughter's birthday so hopefully I can make that live quick before we celebrate her birthday that day anyway um I'm going to take a caller and I'm really happy that (laughs) people are hanging out so I can talk to you
1: but let's see who we have
0: 202 hi 202 how are you who is this Hey Shelly, long
1: time! It's Kay. How are you?
0: Kay, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for following me all over the the calendar here
1: on oh, my yes. show. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I what glad can I do to for find Wednesday? you. I was like, oh no, did she stop recording? Because I was looking on no. Tuesday, but um, then yeah. I happened to see you pop up on Wednesday, so I was like, yay! Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I I really last week was a little bit stressy for me uh, with a lot of the energies going on, and I just didn't get back to doing the podcast the way I normally really like that's my baby, and I want to maintain it well. So um, Mm -hmm. with the website, I'm going to also be promoting more what I do. So you'll find me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be out there telling everybody, billboards, whatever. (laughs) So
1: what (laughs) can I do for you today? Thank you. Um, yeah. I need to look at um, work, career. I'm not currently looking for, like, freelance work and also applying for grants for my film. Um, I went away from, like, uh-huh. December, um, and I'm just getting back um, in the country. Actually, I was at an ashram just, like, with all of my Pluto square wow. stuff. Really just, whew, When it hit? And, oh, yeah, when it hit, I was wow. shook. Like wow. I couldn't even function. So I'm back, and I feel better, and I'm ready to get in the game. Um, That's I've been so fascinating. I know Mercury's been retrograde, retrograde. Yeah, it is. I'm 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 blessed. I have a friend who is actually at the ashram, so it was like the perfect place for me to go because I like literally wow. could no longer deal. Like it was a heavy hit.
0: Yeah. No, you have, what, three planets in Virgo, so Pisces is opposite, and... You're kind of lucky. I mean, I have Sun in Virgo. You have Sun in Pisces, so mm-hmm. in a way, this is also affecting your sense of self. Um, you're more in tune with how this feels. Like for me, it's really breaking down my ego, and mm-hmm. it, it probably does break down your ego too. But you don't have a big ego. I don't. I mean, Virgo. Virgo mm-hmm. doesn't really have a big ego. It's a very humble sign. But mm-hmm everything that you identify as who you are and what you're about can get broken down when Neptune transits, hit your sun. So mm-hmm. definitely this Neptune going near your sun. let me see, your sun is at 14 degrees. So you've been kind of dealing with it for a few years, like, you know, yeah. just that, who am I? I'm part of the collective. How do I identify as a person when I feel right. everything from everybody? It's really exactly. yeah, it's got to be causing
1: real. like paranoia and like feeling? almost like yeah, not knowing what's real, what's not. Like I was having yeah. um panic attacks, like literally, because there was no yeah. boundaries, you know.
0: Yeah, and interesting that you say that because. I'm definitely an anarchist at heart, and (laughs) when I raise my kids, like, everyone's like, oh, yeah, kids need boundaries and routines, and I found it was easier to raise my kids when I had things that I did regularly, Um, you know, just, Mm -hmm. it's like, wow, that structure just gets me through the day on some level, you know, Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. it's really interesting because their egos get formed knowing, like, on the earth plane where the limits are so they can form who they are and you know the Mm -hmm. Pisces people my aunt the Pisces um you know I actually a best friend was a Pisces and aunt's a Pisces um they're a wonderful energy especially for a Virgo person because Virgo is very critical and self-critical and Pisces Mm -hmm. is universally loving and they just accept people Mm -hmm. and that's a really wonderful energy so that part of who you are anyway but neptune Mm -hmm. is really hitting on your chart in a strong way and then you have mercury at 16 pisces also so this Mm -hmm. retrograde was really strong for you as well and because Mm -hmm. pisces rules the end of of something there was an end of how you communicate in a certain way and also Mm -hmm. um having i mean like your community cuz that's where it falls in your chart is your communications house so it's all right. kind of breaking down there mm-hmm. and then um yeah the when the sun gets to aries i think you'll feel you're going to have a glitch at the beginning cuz what happens is the sun hits chiron and right now Chiron's mm-hmm. at four degrees Aries, and it's one degree off of your cusp of home and, fa- and family. So it's going to be probably an issue. And this is March 21st for you also. And March 21st is when Saturn moves into Aquarius. So that's in your house of of um, money and mm-hmm. couples. So there's a shift to a detachment. You're not as uptight about things that make you fear, like the anxieties are going to calm Mm. a little bit for you on some level, but then Aquarius is the unknown. So unfortunately, Mm -hmm. Capricorn is a fear of the unknown and Aquarius is the actual unknown. So the anxieties are there, but Aquarius starts to understand better. So Mm. Saturn was in its own sign, it's going into Aquarius, and now it's trying to make sense out of basically what is kind of nonsensical to a Capricorn energy. And Capricorns Mm. are the majority of your house of your rising, the first house of identity. So Mm -hmm. you've got all this energy transiting your first and second house. Pluto just went into your second Jupiter's on the cusp of your second, but still in the first Mars is in your first Saturn is in your second. So it's identity money and who you are as you couple up with another person, as you um, express yourself in the material world and in your body. So, Mm-hmm. I would say to you, Pluto in your second house is going to be, um, you're going to process through the kidneys, like energy, emotions get processed through the kidneys and like the, the psychological processing, it comes out in your body in the kidneys and in the um, reproductive organs. So you can have issues with uterus or ovaries or anything like that, because it's where you tense up or hold energy if you're not processing. So I would recommend if you have issues with any of those that I mentioned, start digging deeper, go on the threads of psychology. Like, okay, this thing triggers me. Why am I triggered? Okay. Well, this happened to me when I was younger. I mean, I have a friend last week, she said something to me and it triggered me. And I'm like, I'm so pissed off at this person for how she treated me. And I talked to another lady and she's like, Oh yeah, that's a mother issue. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like I knew it because she treated Mm. me like my mother treats. And I'm like, Oh, Mm. that just drives me nuts. Like don't micromanage Mm. me. Don't, you know, judge me mm-hmm. in that way. And and it's just a trigger. So when you have those triggers, where do you hold it? Or if you're having issues in your body, look to what is associated with a, an emotional trigger to get past that because that's where it's going to come out. And then um Saturn also Saturn in the second half.
1: The body comes <laughs> your you're your um, on point with it.
0: A long time, my dear. <laughs> it's gonna be over really? a decade. Yeah, Pluto won't get to Aquarius, the end degrees of Aquarius. So Pluto is in a Capricorn, goes into Aquarius in 2024, goes retrograde, goes forward, retrograde, forward for two years, then goes finally completely into Aquarius in 2026 and then stays there. And it exits like I think it's 14 years after that. So like Mm -hmm. 2030. Um, Yeah, it's going to be a long time in your second house. So what it's doing is initially right now it's in Capricorn, which is the structure of things, career, um, anything in society that is like a structural system, governments, um, taxes, you know, any, especially inheritance too, it can be because Pluto rules the eighth house, which is the inheritance house. And it's coming into your first house. So somehow there could be a connection to, money found from other people. Um, but Mm -hmm. it is psychology. I mean, it really is about the value and that house is the value of who you are. Pluto is the value of how other people see you. So there's a very strong connection to what you're worth over the next 14 years. Like, do you see that you are worth so much more than you're giving yourself credit for? Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Listen to the Selena Gomez song, Rare. I love that song because it talks like, don't you know, I'm so rare. And then also a Billie Eilish song. I can't, which one was it? Everything I Wanted. Oh my gosh, such a good song. Everything I Wanted. And to me, that song, I got chills with that. So I think that one resonates more to you. So there's a, like, it, to me, I, I listen to it and I know she writes with her brother, but it seems to me like it's a song written by her brother to her about, Don't you know that you're the people you're around? You're worth more than what they think you're worth. Like you're worth so much more, and you're better than that. So that is the really what this energy is telling you, okay? And then then, uh, then, Saturn. Oh, sorry, guys. Saturn's your life purpose, and that's also at the last degrees of Capricorn, wrapping up the dynamic and psychology of who you think you are associated with authority figures or your dad. And as it goes into Aquarius, it's more about your soul group and being in the right place with the right people to make money. And it is humanitarian causes because Aquarius rules humanitarianism and having a higher purpose in what you do. So Pluto is about passion and Aquarius is about a higher purpose and humanitarianism. So the two together when you focus on doing something for your career that associates with something that's more valuable to everybody, then that's when the money's gonna continue to
1: come in. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that's what I wanted. I wanted to bring it back to I I just want to know about my yeah. like career especially and like like well, signing of maybe work strong... coming in or
0: yeah, it's a strong lesson got you. you for have Pluto in Libra, and that's in your house of career in your chart, and it's next to the moon. So there's a real strong mothering. I got chills with this one too. Mothering and a passion about doing something with other people. So your chart is really strong. Got extra chills with that. You really need to partner or find your soul group, and that's where you're really going to start to shine is in person. I mean, Aquarius rules technology so you can bring in the internet if you want but I would highly recommend getting with people in real world because even me personally I've I've got this strong Aquarius energy and in my Aquarius house and I feel more comfortable on some level doing marketing online but when I get mm-hmm. around other people, I find that I get more connections and, and more opportunities for my career when I'm actually around people. So as much as you might want to hole up and be away from people, please mm-hmm. find ways to connect. And your all your Virgo is in the house of travel. So it's service to people of other cultures as well. And your Saturn falls in the ninth house of travel and higher education and mm-hmm. Virgo is the teacher. So you definitely have a, a drive in your chart to be around other people and to teach. There's, I mean, you've got mm-hmm. two planets in the third house of education of elementary children and three planets in and career planet in your house of higher education. So you're a mm-hmm. teacher. Yeah.
1: Cool. And, and do you in Sag, see income coming in anytime soon? Because, I mean, I literally have are you, to... Are you going to get a job bills? teaching?
0: <laughs> are you going to get a, a, a job teaching? Um, oh, what is the job teaching? Know. That's that's you, what you're is mean, wanting you to do.
1: To teach.
0: Or write. Either writing or teaching. Travel, travel, writing, and teaching. Those are the things. And, and humanitarianism on some level. Like social work or humanitarianism.
1: Yeah, is it I mean, you've got like broadcast or something like that. Because I'm in like film, video, yeah. media.
0: Yeah, but Neptune in your first house is definitely film. Um, let me see, where else did your Ne? Yeah, your Neptune's in the first, and where's your Pisces down in communications? So yeah, film is a means, like you know, it could be the modality that you use to teach people. So. Have you looked into um using your skills for training videos and doing something in educational settings cuz they need people like that. They're always I mean I see advertisements for jobs all the time uh around you know doing videos for education, online education, things like that.
1: Mm, I'll definitely look. I've seen a few, but I haven't necessarily gone that route because I like to try to be more creative, uh-huh. but I'll definitely are
0: you, are you in New York? Where are you at? Mm -hmm. L.A., New York? Which one? New York? Mm -hmm. Brooklyn. Okay, well, you have a lot of opportunities up there. Um, Here in Orlando, they have a college called Full Sail, and it's all like video and technology and and graphic. Do you have Full Mm -hmm. Sail? Look into Full Sail and see about, you know, any opportunities they might have for you to teach there if you have that background Um, that would be an opportunity. But that's the kind of thing I'm talking about for you. Okay? Thank you. You're welcome. And it's good talking to you. Thank you for being patient with me.
1: (laughs) Oh, you too. No worries at all. Thanks so much.
0: Take care. Bye, Kay. All right. That's the end of this week's show. And we'll see you again next week on Wednesday, 11 a.m. Take care. Bye. Hi, this is Shelley. Thank you for joining us this week. To contact me for a private reading, go to angeliczodiac.com under the readings tab. Background music was provided by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com with additional music by Tracy Coriel at tracyland.com. T R A C E Y L A N
1: D.com.
0: Music provided on show-by-show basis, will be credited within the body of the show. For more info on my art, go to shellyoverton.com. That's s-h-e-l-l-e-y-o-v-e-r-t-o-n.com. Merch and other astrological art can be found at astroart.net. To purchase my ebook, Learn Astrology. You can find it at angeliczodiac.com, including discounts. Be sure to check back next week and subscribe through iTunes at Astro Energy Astrology Show.